Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm super excited to be recording this episode today. It's a solo Q&A episode, haven't done one of these in a while, so I did on my Instagram stories a little question box and I got so many questions for you or from you and I decided I'm going to do two episodes, one more health and fitness and weight loss related and the next just about all these other questions you guys had because there were so many and I kind of want to, you know, just compartmentalize them, compartmentalize them um, into two different episodes, just in case you are only interested in one of them. But yeah, I think I'm going to start with the health and fitness and weight loss Q&A because I have so many questions from all of you about this and it is such a big topic. And I feel like especially during this quarantine time, it's super important to talk about, you know, I have been talking on my Instagram about this. And, you know, if you've been following me, you can see that I am not letting myself go during this quarantine time. I am letting it become this opportunity to step into the best version of myself possible, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, in every area of my life. And I'm super blessed and grateful that we have this time, I'm looking at the positive here, to work on ourselves. And I'm not going to lie to you, I have been so distracted over the past six months with life and moving and working and just all these different things that I've kind of let my personal body goals slide away a tiny bit. I was just maintaining and, you know... Over the past two, three weeks, I've been seriously back on the grind and I feel fantastic for it. And I have no doubt in my mind that, you know, after this little stretch, I'm going to be finally at that body that I've always, always wanted. And listen, I'm going to give you a bit of a backstory here before I get into the q I lost a ton of weight last year at the beginning of the year and like 10, 15 pounds and I like kept it off for, well, I've maintained that weight loss for pretty much almost like eight months. Like in the summer, I was at my smallest and I've just maintained that basically until now. And that's kind of why I just stopped advancing with it because it was such a big change to how I used to be. And I was just so happy in this like new me. Um, And, you know, I love myself now. I love myself before. I love myself in the future. Like it's not about whether or not I love myself, it's more about what kind of goals I want to accomplish. And that's something that I've been trying to work on a lot. As you guys know, if you're longtime podcast listeners, I've really struggled with like forgiving my old self and her, you know, maybe her bad decisions or her, the way that she looked or the way that she acted. Like I, I've had a really hard time forgiving her, but I finally have gone through so much personal growth and development that I think that I'm really close to just fully accepting her and it's the most beautiful feeling in the world. But I won't get into that now. That'll be for another episode, maybe in the other Q&A, I can touch on that. But I just want to give you a bit of a backstory here that I was pretty much maintaining the same body for almost a year. Um, And yeah, now it's March, 2020. I lost most of the weight last year in March. I like had another bump of weight loss in the summer, but then like I've just been maintaining it and I've been okay with it because I like how I look, but it still wasn't the, 
you know, complete huge goal that I've always had. And I'm okay with that too, that I, that I've just kind of let myself maintain for a while. I think it's actually pretty good because I learned to maintain and that's really important when losing weight. Cause a lot of the time when people lose weight, they just gain it back because they don't understand the maintenance period. Um, so yeah, I, I don't have any regrets, but all to say, I have these huge new goals that I'm super focused about and I'm completely sure that I'm going to reach them in the next few months. I've been doing so much work on myself and, you know, as we get into this Q&A, you're going to realize my whole philosophy with weight loss and it's mostly mindset than it is about anything else. And I think that I've completely changed how I think and that's why I have the body I have now and that's why I am consistently toning up and losing fat as we speak because I have this new mentality towards food and my end goal is not to look a certain way it's to feel a certain way and in turn I'm going to look a certain way if that is my main goal because looking like you have great abs is not enough motivation to have the best body of your life like yeah it's temporary motivation but truly since being on this journey myself I've realized that the biggest motivation is just feeling good. Like that's what, as humans, as we, you know, it's everything we want as we go on and on with our lives, like all we seek is pleasure and we just want to feel good. And I have now realized that feeling good is like that true core feeling good, not that temporary pleasure of, you know, maybe overeating or something that doesn't even feel good anyways, right? So let's get into today's Q&A. I have so many questions. I'm just going to kind of get right into it and just swipe through and see what I can find here. How did you get started on this fitness weight loss journey? What motivated you? So like, like I kind of mentioned uh, earlier, you know, I, I don't, I think I just reached a breaking point about a year ago where I just didn't feel good. And it had been something that was always on my mind for years and years, like the last five, 10, whatever pounds, like I just couldn't get over. And it was less about actually how I looked in retrospect. It was more about my obsession over it that really just affected me. I never felt like I was living in the moment. I never felt like I always felt like I was just waiting. Like I was like, okay, like I'll be happy when. It was like the epitome of that for so long, for like literally eight years, like ever since I was, and I was never big, big. Like I went through a little bit of a phase um, where like I gained a, like maybe five or 10 extra pounds, but I was never, I was always quite normal looking. So that's even the really sad part that I like to the outside world didn't even really need to lose anything. I just looked very normal. But in my mind, I was like, obsessed for so long and I was beating myself up for not being able to do it time and time again because I was always trying these like unsustainable diets or like you know I wasn't changing my mindset first it was always the external things I was trying to change and then I would fail and then I'd feel so disappointed in myself and it was this like really nasty cycle and it really you know put a hold on my personal development because I wasn't being nice to myself and I wasn't treating myself with love and this is what this is all about. Like I truly believe that my weight loss right now in the past year, it's been so full of love towards myself and it's, you know, contradictory for so many people to think that those go hand in hand. But for me, this is the only thing that's worked. It's by just loving myself enough to finally do this for myself, to finally change my mindset around food, to to completely abolish that obsession with overeating or like my body or insecurity or, you know, letting food dictate my life. And that's just 
that was like the biggest tragedy of it all. And I wasn't living in the moment ever. And I honestly remember so much of my like late teenage years and really, you know, just not being happy. And it always had to do with my body. And I'm really happy that I'm breaking through that right now because I'm 23. And, you know, I know so many women go through this for their entire lives without fixing it. So my mission right now is to be open and honest about my entire journey and to help people do the same and experience the same type of transformation because it's changed my life completely, not only by the way I look or feel, but my relationships, my mindset, my happiness, my everything. Like it's affected everything. I really think that your body is a direct reflection of your mentality and how your thoughts are in your own head. If you love yourself and want to feel really amazing, um, you know, it doesn't go hand in hand with binging and overeating and feeling really negative. Like you just got to love yourself now and then love yourself also in your transformation. And that's something a little bit difficult, but you know, it's so doable and I'm, I'm the epitome of that. I, I'm doing it myself and I know that it's, it's achievable because of that. And don't get me wrong. I go through my, I go through my ups and downs. I'm not perfect whatsoever. I just told you that, you know, I was maintaining and like feeling quite unmotivated for months, but now it's like this switch has been, you know, turned on and I'm like, I've never been so focused. And I know when I'm in this mentality and I know I'm going to achieve it because of this, like I, I know myself so well. And when I'm in this state, there's nothing that can stop me. So going back to the question, how did I first get started on this fitness journey? What motivated me? I was always active as as a kid growing up. I was always doing stuff. I was going to the gym. Like I was always active. My problem was always overeating healthy food. I was always healthy too. That's the weird thing. Cause people would think that like, if you had a bit of extra fat on your body, and by the way, like just to mention before, I never, like I'm five foot one and I, I don't want, I want to tell you my weight because it's a good measurement of the fluctuation. But I also want to let you know that weight actually, I truly don't think it matters that much. It's more about how you feel and how you look. Um, and like with the measurements, I think more so because muscle weighs more than fat. But like at my biggest, quote biggest, I was like 126 or seven pounds, I think. And that's like a lot for someone my size. I was like, my BMI was like, I think overweight, but I didn't like, I, I held it really well. Um, and this is like my biggest time was when I was filming Made in Chelsea after Ibiza. We did this like Ibiza series. I used to be on this TV show for you listeners that don't know me from back then. Um, when I was in London, we did this series and we went to Ibiza for three months and we partied and like, it was just a really negative environment. So when I got back, I was like my, the biggest I've ever been 127 or whatever pounds. And, uh, yeah, I was really unhappy. And, you know, like I said, luckily with clothing on, like you couldn't really tell, but I just wasn't happy. And I, the partying was really negative for my mindset. And that's kind of when I was my biggest. But before then I was always like 120. I was always like my regular 120 um, or like 124, whatever. Anyway, so last year I lost this weight and I became like 115, um, 110. And... Yeah, I don't know. You know, it fluctuates so much. I'm trying to think of the exact numbers, but I don't even remember. (laughs) Anyway, so let's say 130 at my biggest. Okay, let's just round it up. And then I was 120 for a while. And then I went down to 115. And I think 115 has been like that maintenance weight 
for the past year. Now I'm like 112. So I'm like on this process now. I don't even know what my goal weight is. And I don't tell people to have a goal weight because I've never, you know, like I, I've never reached this territory before of like being under 110. So I don't really know when I'm going to feel my best. And I don't think a weight is a good uh, number to focus on because again, it's more about like, I want muscle in my booty and I want like, I, I don't really care as much about weight. It's more about how I feel and how I, you know, look. So that's my weight thing. Um, but yeah, I, I was always very active. Um, and that was never the problem. It was more my relationship with food. And I think so many women can relate to this. Like our relationships with food are for some reason, a lot more intense than a lot of men's relationship with food. And I don't know why, that's just something I've noticed. Um, but it shouldn't take over our lives. It, it, food is fuel. And yes, we should enjoy it because it's delicious and it brings people together. And I love to cook. But food, my problem was drawing that line between food as fuel and food as something to go to when feeling emotions I don't want to face. So that's something I've just been internally working on for a really long time. And it's funny because even at my biggest weight, I was still obsessed with eating healthy. I was eating quinoa salad bowls all the time, this, that, like, you know, no bread, no pasta. Like I was really eating healthy, but I was eating too much because I was restricting it in my mind. Like for some reason, I just didn't feel free. And now it's like, I don't eat any of the shit, but I don't feel restricted. And it's because I've changed my mindset about it. And I feel fulfilled and I feel like I'm the best version of myself when I'm feeling this way. So it's like a win-win. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm lacking. I, I don't feel deprived in any way. So yeah, what motivated me to do this big change a year ago though, to be honest with you, uh, my boyfriend's family invited me to South Africa for two weeks and I was in Canada beginning of last year at my parents' house in the countryside without them. They were traveling. So I was alone in like this house in the countryside from like January or February until like April last year. And I was just like sick and tired of feeling like crap. I didn't feel good mentally, physically. I was in a really low point in my life. I'd had to just pay this huge tax bill. And I was like kind of, you know, not really doing well from a money perspective. This is before I had my online courses and stuff. Like I was just stressed and I wasn't, and I was kind of dealing with that by like, you know, the past months before that during Christmas time and this and that, I'm just like maybe not maybe, definitely overeating a bit. And um, I just didn't feel good. So I decided that, you know, I was completely alone and it was time to focus. It was time to focus on making a more lasting career for myself. And that's when I've started so many businesses in 2019 and I had to go through that low point to kind of figure that all out. But the biggest thing is that I, I changed my mindset around food more than I ever have in such a short amount of time in my life. And I was doing so much around it. I was doing a lot of like spiritual work, meditation, changing my mindset around things, and also just learning more about my body and nutrition and what types of workouts work for me. And I went through this big kind of jump. And when Ben saw me when I went to South Africa, he was like, what the hell? You look fucking amazing and I was like thank you I've been working on it for the past two months and not to say this has just been this linear thing this is one thing I'm going to say about weight loss it's not linear it goes up and down you go a little bit down a little bit up a little bit down so I need to be okay with that so yeah that, that was kind of what motivated me at first and then when I had a taste of what it felt like to feel more me like this is the thing the more fat that I've lost the more like true me that I feel like I feel like I'm 
shedding these layers that aren't me, these layers that I just didn't want on me for years. Like I feel like I'm my true self. I'm nicer to myself. I'm nicer to the world. Like I don't know if that has to do with the weight loss because I've met a lot of people that you know, have weight that they could lose and are very nice, happy people. I think it was more just me and my personal situation. I was always so unhappy with how I felt. Even if I was projecting happiness on the outside, I wasn't inside. So I was maybe like more rude to people sometimes or just like not feeling my best or just like, I don't know, it was just kind of more negative. And now I had a taste of it, you know, a year ago. And I was like, you know what? F this. I'm going to put myself first and actually pursue this because I'm tired of of waiting, you know? I, I'm tired of this. Like, I, I want to feel good. So, yeah, that's kind of what ended up motivating me at first. And then I was just, like, on this journey. And the better you feel, the more motivated you are. So, yeah, that was my little answer to that question. All right, next. Um, if you haven't recorded yet, please could you talk about getting a better body shape? So this is what I've realized with body shapes. You can do certain toning workouts that build muscle in certain areas, but you can't target fat loss. So for example, my ideal physique is lean, strong legs, a perky, you know, slightly muscular booty, not too muscular, but like a perky booty that's, you know, firm, and then a tight cinched waist that's strong. And like, I really like a strong core because it makes me feel really balanced. And I, it really like works with my workout routine. Like I like having a strong core. It's like the, the foundation of, of a strong body and then like lean, strong arms. That's kind of, and like really good posture. That's like my ideal physique. And what I do to achieve that physique, because I don't really want very muscular thighs, and I naturally have quite muscular thighs, I don't really do any uh, leg workouts. Um, You know, I'll do inner thigh leg phrases and stuff, but I never really do heavy weights anymore. I used to, and it wasn't really good for my hormone levels, and it wasn't really good for my crazy hunger levels because I was doing these heavy weights, and I was starving, and I was just overeating, and it just wasn't really a good cycle, and I would feel like crap after, and it was just like too hard for me. Um, and I didn't like how it made my body look. So I don't do any heavy weights anymore. If I do weights, it's going to be like one to two or three pound ankle weights for exactly targeting my booty, not legs. So I'll do like some, like the leg workouts I'll do is like really long walks or light runs. Or even if I'm in the mood to do something more, you know, like hit vibes, I'll do like some sprints, but I don't really ever do weighted squats or weighted lunges like those you know they people think it's for your booty but it's not it really triggers your legs as well so if you want leaner legs I highly suggest not doing those um what I like to do is just targeted booty workouts because I want to build muscle there so it's like oh god I have to I can't like explain this over audio but I have some of my IGTV that I've shown so go check that out but other than that I'll be doing a lot more about workouts sorry I'll do a lot more about workouts soon. Um, just have a drink of my water here. Hold on. Mm. Okay, so um, yeah, so for body shape, you know, you can tone and lift and gain muscle, but you can't target fat loss. So I think just generally to lose weight, you just have to lose it everywhere. And that's 
the ideal body shape that I want, what I just described. And to get that, I just don't really use a lot of weights except for my booty because that's the only place I really want to build muscle. I don't even do weights for my arms as much. Like sometimes I'll use the one pound ankle weights around my hands and do like some arm workouts, but like more high rep, low weight, if you know what I mean. And that's just what, what has worked for me. I've heard so many people talk about how they love weights and they, it makes them feel amazing. But for me, I've tried it and it just doesn't really work. So I'm just sharing what's worked for me. All right, next, do you take any supplements? If yes, which ones? So I take magnesium every night. I love it. It helps me go to the bathroom in the morning. It also calms down my muscles and my nervous system and my stress levels. So I just love it. I think everyone should be taking magnesium. Um, I really, if I if, if it's a perfect supplement day, I'll have some vitamin D3, I'll have some B12. But to be honest with you, I haven't really been taking that many supplements these days. I take a probiotic every couple of days, keep it in my fridge when I remember I take it. But other than that, like just the magnesium every night, um, I should be better at this. I used to love taking all these supplements, but I just, I think, I, I, I don't think they're super duper necessary. I think they're just like a great little add-on, but to be honest, I'm not too obsessed with any in particular. If you are and you swear by one of the supplements that you take, just let me know because I'm always on the hunt for trying out new things. But other than that, just magnesium at night typically. All right. How many days a week do you work, do you work out lately and what kind of workout? So right now I'm in like a weight loss focused mindset. Um, and I'm also developing the Mimi method, which I'm fucking excited to launch. It'll probably be early summer, late spring. It's going to be an app slash desktop subscription membership where I literally go through everything weight loss, health, you know, body mindset related. I don't even know the exact structure yet. I'm kind of in the middle of developing it. This is why I'm also on this journey myself because I don't want to just develop this and, you know, just not really trial it. Like I'm trialing many different things on myself right now and I'm marking off what works, what doesn't work. I literally have graphs like on my vision board in front of me of things I'm ticking off that I'm not liking that I'm just trying on trialing a lot of different things and that's going to become the Mimi method. But a big part of it is going to be like my main health philosophies that I preach my in my body reset plan ebook that's already out. But then I also I'm going to add in like a whole section where I'm doing like um, guided meditations like solely about weight loss and changing your mindset about food and body because I honestly think if you if you nail the mindset part of losing weight everything else becomes effortless like if I can do this anyone can and I struggled with my body and weight and getting out of that shitty mentality for fucking years so I'm trying trialing a lot of different things but right now I'm in intense mode so I'm I'm working on a few different like toning workouts that I'm trying to develop in the most effective way for this program that I'm creating. And um, I try to do that every other day, but I do some sort of movement every day at the moment. So I'm doing, um, you know, my eight to 10,000 steps a day. If it's rainy out, I try to still get out and bring an umbrella. But if not, I'll do just some sort of movement. I'll do some stretching on my yoga mat that I have um, in my living room, some foam rolling, just like being nice to my body and just feeling good. Because the whole basis of my whole weight loss body love journey is out feeling good. And that's why I'm achieving and I'm in this mindset of success with it because I feel so good doing it and it's not out of a place of hate towards myself it's from a place of excitement and love and just to see what I can do and just to like challenge myself you know so yeah lately it's been you know 20 minutes of toning um every day or two every other day 
and just walking every day, some sort of movement, some yoga, stretching. All right, what do I typically eat in a day? Um, Honestly, I've been on such a routine here in quarantine and it feels great. I have been eating more of like a paleo, low-carb-ish way of eating. Usually I eat my carbs, my healthy carbs for the first half of the day. Um, So I'll do intermittent fasting for like 16 hours. So let's say I eat from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And at 10 a.m., I, well, I do some fasting in the morning. So, okay, I wake up at 5.45, 6. I have a version of a bulletproof coffee while I do my morning routine. And since I've been in quarantine, my morning routine's been like two hours every morning. And I think that's a huge reason why as well. I've been, I've been so successful with my mentality and working so hard because I have so much work that I'm doing on myself. So at like 6, 6.30, I have my bulletproof coffee, which is just, um, coffee blended with this like coconut oil ghee blend that I bought and it's like half a tablespoon of that just blended um a lot of people look up recipes for bulletproof coffee and there's like two tablespoons of oil and you just don't need to do that I just do half a tablespoon and it works just fine um so I do that and then at 10 a.m I'll have a smoothie bowl but by the way I'm gonna do a whole uh podcast on why I quit coffee and then started again uh, very soon. So if you're wondering about that, that's just, I'm going to say that right now. Anyway, 10 a.m. I usually have a smoothie bowl. So I'll do like a quarter of a frozen avocado. I'll do some frozen grapes or some frozen blackberries, blueberries, um, strawberries, peach, whatever frozen fruit I have. So I do like the creamy part. So it's the quarter frozen avocado. Sometimes I use half banana, whatever. But these days it's been a lot of avocado. And then I blend that um, just with water because I use like a thick vanilla protein powder. So I don't really ever taste the difference if there's almond milk or water. So I do quarter frozen avocado, some sort of fruit, um, and then water. And I do it not too much water so it's thick enough for a smoothie bowl. And then I do some supplements, superfood powders, collagen protein, and a vanilla plant-based protein Um because I do like one scoop vanilla protein and then like one scoop collagen proteins because collagen protein is just so good for you and more pure than other protein powders. So I do that. Sometimes if it's a lower fruit smoothie, I add stevia. And then um, I often, like I have many different flavors, but I often put like spinach or mint, like um, maca powder, ashwagandha powder. I always kind of switch it up a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I blend it up. And then what I usually do, whatever flavor it is, I love cacao nibs and how, you know, crunchy they are. I love smoothie bowls that you like need to chew and eat. And it's also better for your digestion to do that. So I'll, uh, blend up the smoothie bowl. And when it's like done being blended, I'll stop the blender and I'll add in like a tablespoon of cacao nibs. And then I blend it again really, really quickly. And I don't let it completely blend in, but I just like add it in so there's a bit of a crunch. And then I put it in a bowl and I top it with a dollop of yogurt. And I love Siggy's dairy yogurt. I don't know where you live if you have it, but basically it is a super clean yogurt, the only dairy that I really eat. And it is just higher protein, low sugar, and just good ingredients. So um, I do a dollop of that on top, and then I add, like, uh, maybe some cinnamon, some almond flakes, and that's it. That's my low sugar smoothie bowl. Um, And, yeah, it's amazing. So I have that at 10 a.m. usually, some version of that. And then at, like, 1 or 2 p.m., I'll have lunch. I haven't really been snacking lately. Um, I haven't even like been thinking about it. I think that's the biggest reason why, but 
I'm just so in a mental switch with my body that I'm not even like focused on food until it's meal time. So I feel good about that. Um, at one or 2 PM, I'll have my lunch. So that's either like scrambled eggs and veggies, but like more high fat, high protein, not high fat, high protein, like moderate fat, high fiber, um, you know, and then like a lower carb. So, um, yeah, I'll have like maybe scrambled eggs and veggies or something leftover from the dinner before. Like yesterday for lunch, I had like leftover turkey burger um, with veggies and stuff. It was really delish. And then, yeah, some sort of like protein and veggie. Um, and then if I need a snack, um, maybe this isn't so low carb past morning, but sometimes I'll have like an apple, crispy apple if I'm in the mood, some almond butter. Um, I'm not too hard on myself with like the low carb thing. I, I notice that when I do lower carb, I definitely tone up faster. But to be honest with you, I don't have a fear of fruit like I used to when I did keto all those years ago. Um, yeah, I just think it's really intuitive. Listen to your body. But I do know that when I eat a lot of sugar, even if it is just in fruit, I get a headache and I don't like that. So it doesn't make me feel physically good. Um, but yeah, I'll have like an apple sometimes or I'll have like veggies and baba ganoush, which I like more than hummus because it's just more with eggplant, less beans, and beans kind of upset my stomach sometimes. Um, so baba ganoush, delicious with veggies and maybe some flaxseed crackers, just like whatever. You know, often for lunch, I like having snack boards. I love a little bit of everything. Like I love, I'm such a foodie. I love like different flavors and tasting different things. So often I'll do like a big snack board. Um, you know, maybe have some leftover protein from the night before with like a ton of veggie sticks, some dips, some olives, like some seed crackers, like just make a whole arrangement. And if it's nice out, I'll go sit on my balcony with Ben and eat it in the sun. It's like the best thing. Um, and then yeah, for dinner, I like to eat an early dinner. So I usually start cooking around five, eating by five forty-five, six, And it really depends. So I cook for Ben and I, he eats loads of carbs and huge portions for <laughs> opposites. So I'll, I've mastered the healthy cooking for him and I, and I'm the cook in the house. He does all the cleaning. So that's kind of our, our uh, arrangement. And I'm very happy with it because I love to cook and I fucking hate cleaning. So it's great, but I'll cook for us all the time. Um, and yeah, for dinner, usually he'll have like a pasta or something. So I just add whatever I'm making to his pasta. So for example, if I'm making um, you know, salmon and veggies, I'll just make him a pesto pasta and add salmon and veggies into the pasta cut up. And then he'll have that. And then I'll just have the salmon and veggies. But yeah, I have been eating a bit more high quality animal protein than I used to. And I feel really good from it. I know this is kind of uh, contradictory because I, I know a lot of people listening could be plant-based, but I, I do eat, you know, mostly plant-based, but these days my body has been craving a bit more protein, animal protein, and I've been, you know, feeding it that, and it feels good right now. I might, you know, veer off that at some point, but I promote a plant-based diet for sure, but I also promote a more paleo way of eating. The only animal protein that I eat is only the best of the best. I will never eat, um, you know, factory farmed meat. I eat very high quality meat and I'd rather not eat it at all if it's not available or, you know, it's not in reach. So, um, I eat plant-based when I go out to dinners cause I don't know where the things are, where the meat is from and stuff. But when I'm buying my groceries at local, uh, health food stores or whole foods or really high quality places, I always get the best meat. So, 
yeah, meat and veg and some sort of like salad for fiber, um, some olive oil, just like some really just simple high quality foods. Then at night, if I have a sweet tooth, maybe I'll make like a stevia sweetened hot chocolate. I'll have a zevia, which is this like stevia sweetened pop that is amazing. Um, I'll have, yeah, just like I'm trying not to snack at night. So, you know, that's the biggest thing for weight loss. I've noticed like not eating after dinner. (laughs) It's the easiest way to feel lean and also sleep better and be more clear minded and just like break that addiction to food if you're not hungry because after dinner, you shouldn't really be hungry the rest of the night. If you are, then you probably haven't eaten enough. So, um, yeah, I'm just not, not, not eating that much at night. So that's kind of what I eat in a day right now. All right. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many questions. How do you feel about plant-based pastas made out of black beans, chickpea, or edamame? I love them. I don't eat them a lot though. Like I love the way they taste and I love the whole philosophy behind it, but it doesn't work that well for my gut. Like I mentioned before, kind of, uh, beans give me bloat. <laughs> they make me gassy. I'm not a huge, like I sometimes sprouted beans and legumes and stuff are fine, but like I don't eat it every day. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not a huge bean person these days. It makes me feel bloated. Um, but I just, I love the idea of black bean and edamame and chickpea pasta, but for me, it doesn't necessarily work for my gut. If it works for you and you feel good after eating it, then, you know, you go girl. Next, green tea versus matcha versus lemon water in the morning. Honestly, whatever works for you. I tried to be that green tea matcha person in the morning for five weeks when I quit coffee. It just didn't give me that feeling that my Bulletproof coffee does. And I tried for so long and it just didn't work for me. And I think that's okay. So I'm back to my one Bulletproof coffee in the morning and I tried and it just for right now, it's great that I did a break but I'm just not that person. Um, I think throughout the day I have lemon water and green tea in the afternoon or whatever, but matcha just like doesn't make me feel great. It kind of gives me like a weird caffeine high, whereas coffee is more of like a, just a better one for me. And that's just what works for me. Um, oh my God. Okay. One more question. Cause we're getting, we're getting, um, we're getting quite long here. So a few more questions. Wouldn't the smoothie bowls you make have a lot of sugar or not? I always wonder this. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you see I literally eat smoothie bowls every day. Um, And like I mentioned before, I kind of gave you what's in them. I try to make them low sugar. So no, they don't have a lot of sugar. Thicken it up with with some avocado and ice. um, And just use stevia if you want to sweeten it. But you don't need a lot of sugar in it. Um, Mmm... Okay, so next is best thing for slimming down thighs but growing your butt. I kind of already went over this. Doing a lot of walking, not any weights for your thighs, but then just doing weights for your targeted booty. Um, And all right, the last question I'm going to answer. It's a good one. How did you stop yourself from binge eating? I'm good for a couple of days and then so bad. You just writing this to me a, I feel so much compassion for you because I literally used to like have the exact same mentality like, oh, I'm so good and then I'm so bad. Just by the way you're typing it, I can just see that you need to do some healing with yourself, with your relationship with food because this is like a spitting image of how I used to speak to myself and about binging and food. It's it's not about being good and bad. It's about feeling good. I don't even want to binge. And coming from me, that's like huge. Like I used to always overeat when I was feeling stressed, but like now it's like, it doesn't even do it for me because 
it just doesn't feel good. So I would work on changing your mindset around binging and how it makes you feel and practicing so much self-love and working on your self-love so much and also not feeling restricted because when you feel super restricted, all you want to do is binge, but feel like what you're doing is fulfilling for you and it's, you know, for the greater good and you just feel good doing so. It doesn't, think about it, it doesn't physically feel good overeating. It's like from like just a physical perspective, it doesn't feel good. We're not supposed to do it as human beings. It's not a crutch that we should go to for any like, you know, unhappiness or like conflict of emotion. And what I would say to you is that stop thinking of it as being such a, like stop thinking I'm being good or I'm being bad. It's like, you're just being you. You want to feel good. If you have the urge to binge, it's because there's something else in your life that's going wrong and it's emotional and you feel out of control in some area of your life. And it's something you need to work on internally. It's not about the food is all I'm going to say. And I'm working on a whole program to help people like you, like people that struggle with binging, like I used to. And like, I'm working on it so much in myself and I'm figuring out exactly what works, what doesn't. I would say meditate on who you want to be. Visualize that person who doesn't binge. Visualize how that person acts, who you want to be that doesn't have that negative relationship with food. And you're going to get so much closer and closer. Just keep going. All right. I love you guys all so much. I'm going to go have some lunch and then come back and do another Q&A. It's a podcast day today. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And please, as always, if you have like two seconds to go review this podcast, like I never ask and it helps me out so much. I hate asking because it's like cringy, but please, if you could go rate and review this podcast, it keeps me going and it makes me want to do more of these episodes because I get more listeners and it just grows the, the platform and the podcast and it creates better content for you and it really supports me. So if you could go review it, please, please, please. And I'll send you guys all my love. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.